coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, or my daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but if you remember the sound effects from yesterday, you can't touch this. Do, 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 do. Dude, dude, can't touch this. Also, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Hey, I got a question for the Goofy News. How come breaking news is never good news? I'm just curious. Oh, okay. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, that's that's pretty simple. Because I am in the chair. Ooh, nice. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. I want to give you this guarantee. I personally give you my David Spoon guarantee in this next statement. We don't know what we're doing. Professional radio. Professional radio. I hope you have a can. I hope you have a string, and I hope you can hear it. That's the best we got. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. For the next few minutes, though, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Now, here's an amazing, amazing, challenging question, right? Like Jesus asked, what is it that I can do for you? What is it that you want Jesus to do for you? Whoa, right? He asked that very question. I'm just reiterating what he said. What is it that you want Jesus to do for you, right? I mean, what are you what are you looking for in the Lord? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. That's sad. Just give us a call. It's just real simple. You just dial on whatever device you have, including a phone, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call, 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right. You are talking to kid a dynamite. I just want to say this real clearly. I just want people to understand this. This is one of the more important things that I've said about dynamite D. So I want you to catch this. Talking to dynamite D is like sleeping in. That is always lovely. <laughs> it's like sleeping in. Hey, I'm getting extra sleep. Isn't that wonderful? You can also, by the way, text us 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. 
Ooh, that was a good one, too. You can also send us an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Not david at anti-disestablishmentarianism. Just david at hemustincrease. Because all the stuff you do, that's the key. He must increase in your life. David at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you up to the website, tell you a couple things. On the website right now, right this second, there are apps. Okay? Now, there is the KAAM 770 app for Apple. And for Android, plus we have two apps up there, Spoonanity and the Spoon Experience. They're all free. They don't take up hardly any room on the phone right there on the website anytime you want. Plus on one of those two apps, and I'm not going to tell you which one, there's a bunch of cool pictures. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you that. you got to hunt. Also on the website is an opportunity to give, and we think that's an important part. Obviously, it's a gift. Obviously, it's a ministry. If you're able to do so, we'd love it. If you can't do it, we get it. Here's the bottom line. You can give directly through the website. It's 100% safe, secure. You get a tax uh, donation receipt at the end of the year that gives you a deductible for that gift. It's very simple. Or if you want to do it through a credit card or a check, you can reach out to us. The information is on there on the website. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. I'm just telling you, Jennifer went through a Star Wars thing. Yeah. I mean, she, she had really, to. She really enjoyed it, That's too. the Ewoks, too. I just like, kept really like, what was that? Those were the Ewoks. It was not Donald Duck sneezing. Okay, that's Donald Duck sneezing. That was not that. All right, a couple things to remind you about. Please be praying for your April buddies. Uh, we're coming to a close. I need you to be praying, praying, praying. You got an April buddy. Plus, I've asked you before, and I'll ask you again. Usually, I do it on Tuesdays because if I see Don's car, it's just right there. It kind of reminds you. Uh, I want you to be praying for Don, for Jennifer, and for D, especially D. I need it. Especially Jennifer. She needs it. And especially Don. He needs it. So you need to be praying for these people. I mean, how would you like to run multiple radio stations and be responsible for the content when you have one guy like me that you just got to kind of watch, and then I'll take that and add 20 other people? Especially in this day and age. Yeah. You really got to be careful there. So he needs a lot of wisdom, a lot of grace. Be praying for him. Be praying for Jennifer. It's not easy to run the station. You get a lot of people call up and go, I don't like that spoon guy, you know, or whatever that is. It doesn't matter what it is. She's still got to field the call. I don't got to take the call. I have a very standard um, answer when people don't like stuff. God bless you. <laughs> see, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. Anyway, so here's uh, how that goes. So I want you to be praying for them. We're going to be praying for the rest of the audience and healing uh, in a little bit. I do have to offer up that Julianne is going through a real tough time, and I just want to lift her up before you uh, and ask you to pray for her. Their favorite nurse, so they have a nurse that's helped them for ages and ages and ages. Their nurse had to give her two weeks yesterday, and they were all crying and da-da-da-da-da. And so that's a really sad thing, but it's even sadder now because she needs to find somebody to help fill in the gap and help them. So that's what I need you to pray for. They need a nurse. So please uh, be in prayer for that. That'd be awesome, okay? All right, with all that said, we're going to dive into the Word, and I'm telling you right now, tomorrow is uh, Eric S. We're doing spiritual gifts. That'll actually be tomorrow that we'll be doing spiritual gifts, doing the teaching on that, although yesterday's show kind of filled with 
you know, a lot of movement of the spirit. Love that stuff. But not every moment is a healing moment. And not every moment is a, uh, I'll say it nice, a resurrection moment. Some moments are grow up moment kind of attitude. So that's all part of it. We are there as Jesus is sending out his disciples. We are in Matthew chapter 10. And I want you to hear what Jesus had to say because it's not light. And uh, many things that Jesus had to say in chapter 10 are not light. In fact, chapter 10 could really be understood as when he things really, when he starts within the framework of the ministry to be much more stern and much more specific. Here's what he says, and we're going to pick it up in verse 16. It says this, look, Matthew 10, 16, look, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves, right? As sheep among wolves. Be wary as snakes, but harmless as doves. But be aware, for you will be handed over to the courts and beaten in the synagogues, and then you must stand trial before governors, the kings, because you are my followers. This will be your opportunity to tell them about me. Yes, to witness to the world. So let's just look at this. You can't Read this text and think, Skittles, <laughs> rainbows, you know, they don't think that. Jesus says, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. Now, I'm just going to ask you this question. Let's see if you can work with me on this one. Who do you think the wolves are? And who do you think the wolves are now? So we know it was people that were operating in a hypocritical religious context, that that's the first one. But we also know it's the world and the worldly system. It's the system of education, which is teaching that man is to be worshipped, not God. It's governments that try to say that they're the big G when they're the little G. And the Christian should immediately recognize from this text that spiritual warfare is coming upon us. All of us who name the name of Jesus in in truth and in sincerity. You know who it won't come upon? Those that claim the name of Christ but don't have a clue, aren't connected, and could care less. I ain't going there. There ain't going to be spiritual warfare there. The devil's already won that fight. But the government will be used. Yes, it will be. The education system will be used. Yes, it will be. The worldly and worldly systems of operation will all be used. And specifically false religions and hypocritical religions that make proclamation that they're connected to God but are so far away from God they wouldn't recognize Jesus if he spit in their eye. Which, by the way, he healed three people using spit. They are all the wolves. And Jesus tells us, hey, yeah, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. I'm not sure if you're getting that, but wolves and sheep, <laughs> just think about the The wolf's not going, ah, look, there's a sheep. Nah, forget it. I ain't hungry. <laughs> no, that's not how that goes. And so he tells us, hey, you know what? You got to be wise as snakes, but harmless as doves. In other words, you got to be smart enough to know where to step and where not to step. And you also got to be smart enough to be soft in the process, not mean in the process. There's a lot of people that think, well, the real answer for Christian is to rise up. It's like, yeah, you're not going to find that in the New Testament. So I understand what you're saying. 
But the bottom line is, as Christians fighting in this war, which is mostly a spiritual war, we use spiritual weapons. And the greatest weapon that we use, besides the grace of God covering us, the righteousness of Jesus protecting us, the greatest weapon we have is the sword of truth. And that is the word of God. And we use the truth in our warfare. And people don't like it. But you know what's amazing about the truth? It's a sword. Do you know what a sword does? It's not for letter opening. It cuts. <laughs> Dave, stop. You're supposed to be nice like you were yesterday. Tell it to Jesus. Take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time energy like so few can right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Now he's crying. Now I was still of the mindset that men don't cry. Okay. Just so you can know. And I'm getting mad because it's my story and he's crying. And I'm thinking it's my story. Why are you crying? That's what I'm thinking in my mind. And he's crying. I mean, he's apparently a good crier. I don't know what a good crier is. I learned after my dad died, but I mean, somewhat. But this is real. You know, he's sobbing. And I'm like, and he looks up at me after he's cried for about a minute and a half. And his eyes are red. And he looks at me and he says, this is how the Lord hurts for you. And that was it. Bam. It was like somebody just took a hammer and broke my hard heart and my, you know, my pride attitude and my, my over arrogance and my, my everything. Looking at that guy showing me crying and tears and all I could think of was Jesus wept.
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the true station here in Texas, where we love our station. We love the owner. We love the people that work here because they're cool. That's why. I don't have to say anything else. They're, they're cool. They're I cool like people. It. Yeah, I mean, that's all. All right, we do have somebody calling in. Let's send them on through. Go ahead. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? David, good afternoon. Sergio. Hey, brother. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing lots better. Let's say that. Okay. Lots better. That's nice. Yeah. What's happening, bro? Hi. Well, I'm, I meant to call you uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's almost it's almost coincidental of, of your last segment of, uh, of a segue of my question or my comment. Um. So, you know, I've given you the, the analogy that it's a struggle every day, uh-huh. right? You're, you know, you're trying to be Christ-like on a daily basis, but, but then there's, um, um, there's drawbacks sometimes. So what's that word called um, when you, uh, you backslide? Yeah, backslide. Right? Uh-huh. And, and it hurts. It just, it's just so hurtful and it's so embarrassing and, and you, you feel like yuck because you're trying and I, and don't get me wrong, David. I'm not trying to make a cop out. I'm not trying to make any excuses here. But because of who we are and what we're trying to do and, yeah. and, and our daily struggle, do we have a target on our back? I mean, do we have like, is it like so, is it harder for us than quote unquote other people okay. to be Christ like? What, what, well, is it harder for us to be Christ-like than other people who aren't Christians, or is it yes, just, okay? Yes, so that's that's perfect. That's a per- and you know I've got to tell you, nobody asks questions. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I love that you ask these questions. You want to know why? There's a well, David. There's- let, let me uh, let, let me just finish like I always finish. Thank you so so much for all you do. And again, David, I'm telling you, man, it is a struggle. And, you know, it, I mean, it, it's always it's always a cop-out for people to say, well, no one's perfect, no one walks on water, but whenever I do backslide, David, I just feel like, yuck, yep. right? And, yep. Yep. and it's horrible, and just just please, um, please try to dumb it down for me to find out, hey, what am I doing wrong, and uh, is this normal, and thank you for all you do, and uh, have a great week. I'll, right. I'll listen to you on the radio. You got it, brother. Okay. All right. All right, so let's just deal with that. That's great. That's a great segment. We're just going to do this because you can't top that kind of question. And that's one of the great things about Sergio is I know he doesn't like to hear this, but he asks really sincere probing questions about what we're going through and how how that process is. So I'm going to answer in a couple of ways that might surprise some people. Uh, Do we have a target on our back? Yes. Okay, let's just start right there. There's nowhere else to go. but And it's ironic because spiritual warfare is warfare that's in the spiritual realm. And the moment that you and I and every other Christian said yes to Jesus, we went on this little radar blip for Satan and demons and all of their influencers and, and as they influence and target. And we are specifically targeted. In fact, if you read Revelation chapter 12, which Sergio, I really want you to read, especially the last three or four verses, you find out that Satan is specifically making war with the people who identify with Jesus Christ and hold the testimony of Jesus. And when people, I've run into many, many Christians who have very little spiritual warfare, I don't say, oh, they're not saved. I just think they're not making enough of a difference in the kingdom for Satan to care. 
That's kind of how I look at it. And if you are making any progress or if you're doing anything, making any proclamation and being sincere, that makes you a target. There's a little beep on your head or, you know, I don't know if it's if it's a tracking unit or I don't know how it works. Uh, it's way beyond my realm. But I know that if you are a genuine Christian, you are targeted if you are authentically seeking to move forward in the kingdom of God. That's number one. Number two, and I'm going to say all these things are superbly important. Number two, please do not forget that when we slip, when we slide back, when we fall over, full backsliding is is more of an abandonment, but when we fail to walk in the power and the anointing of the Lord, when that happens and we feel crummy, that is an honest response to it, but it is also a testimony that we want to do better. We want to please the Lord. Inside of us is this seed that says, I I wish, Lord, I would not fail you in this way, and I would not repeat this, and I want to get stuck in this. And we say to the Lord, it doesn't matter what you say to anybody else, it matters what you say to the Lord. We say to the Lord, I wish I was just completely free of this struggle, completely free of this trouble, and I had nothing to do with it, no connection to it, but it's not out of my life. You haven't removed it, and I need your help just to be fresh in your forgiveness and not let it drag me down. That's the second thing. Here's the third thing. It is imperative. I cannot, I don't know if I can say this right. It is critical. Let me say this differently. It is crucial that you understand that you only stand by grace and you will never stand by anything else. In other words, we are supposed to create and walk in good works as we draw closer to the Lord. And those good works do give evidence to people that we are pushing forward and plowing towards the Lord. But at the end of the day, with the abundance of what we do not reach and where we do fail, it all comes down to unmerited favor kindness, grace, compassion. It's mercy in reverse, so to speak. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. You deserve judgment. Mercy, you don't get judgment. Grace is getting what you could never deserve, and that's like favor from God. And through Jesus Christ, you have favor with God that cannot be challenged because it comes through Jesus Christ. Does that mean you have a license to sin? People that live that way show that they've not received the real grace of Jesus Christ. They have received some kind of flower story that has nothing to do with reality check. In Jesus, when we fail, the scripture says in 1 John, we have an advocate with Jesus Christ. So you want, I want to explain that. I'm not an attorney, but I'm going to tell you what an advocate is. An advocate is a defense attorney. If, if I do something wrong, I want the best Jewish attorney that my, my family's filled with attorneys just all the way through, upper echelon, court people, everything, all the way across the board. Jesus is the best Jewish attorney I could ever have. He is the one that defends me because I exist by grace in favor with God. I want to do better. That shows the favor and the grace are inside of me, that they're working on me. I am a target of the enemy, and people in the world are clueless. So the other thing that I'm going to kind of direct 
Sergio and other people is our show yesterday, which if you didn't hear it, you should listen to the podcast because they're free, even though they're annoying, they're free. You must read Psalm 73, what we discussed yesterday, in verses 1 through 17. How that it seems like all the other people get away with everything. And we struggle moment by moment by moment, right up until we go into the sanctuary of God and figure out, ooh, yeah, I'm living forever with Jesus, and they're not. And that becomes the big difference. So the three big things, Sergio, I'd tell you in response to that is— Yes, there is a target on your back. No, it will never go off your back until the enemy is completely removed. There is no opportunity to ignore that. Otherwise, about 20% of the New Testament scriptures are useless since they all deal with warfare. Again, a good reference point would be Ephesians 6, 12 through 18, talking about putting on the armor of God. Number two if you backslide or if you struggle or if you fail or if you fall, seven, Bible says seven times a righteous man falls and seven times he get, gets back up. You don't fall, then take your ball and go home and say, I quit. You say, okay, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to keep going. And you think three steps forward, two steps back. It's so hard. Yeah, but it's net one step and one step closer and one step better is all you can ever hope for on this side of glory. Getting closer, drawing closer, being closer. And then the last thing that I want you to capitalize on and really understand, because the Scripture teaches, to, teaches us to grow in this, is our knowledge, understanding, and application of how powerful grace is is. Grace is not a one-time, it's not a one-time exposure. Grace is situational, it's positional, and it's practical for when we fail, it is the grace of God that sustains us. One of the great songs from the old Christian rock people, Keith Green, wrote a song called, and I just heard it the other day, and I hadn't heard it in years, Grace by which I stand. And he goes, you know, I, I, I wish it, it would have been told that as you're getting older, you must remember that nothing lasts except the grace of God by which I stand. That is the key. Okay? Hopefully that will help you in your approach to it, those three things. Maybe the Lord will bless you through that, give you some insight. Never fail to call us and ask us. We love your questions. They're a blessing. We'll take our break. We'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at a thousand miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts and you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the board. My next guest has been on the show before with a prior book. I'm very excited to talk to him about this book. I've seen a couple of the interviews that he's done, and this book is a great 
apologetic book on Christology, and I'm hoping that people will really enjoy this. First and foremost, let's welcome back to our show David Lima. David, how are you doing, sir? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Excellent book, by the way. Big props for writing The Thank True you. Jesus. Uncovering the Divinity of Christ in the Gospels. I, I know they give me a list, and I know you know they give a list for us to ask questions, but... Uh, if you remember from the last time you were on the show, I, I rarely look at that list. <laughs> so, no, that's good. Because yeah, I'd like to get from, from you as the author, you know, kind of where it was going and what you were thinking. So let's just talk about at the core level, you know, for the purpose of writing this book, what was the big goal you were trying to accomplish in writing The True Jesus? Well, I, I started out, I wanted to write a, a, a primer, a survey, an introduction to the New Testament. And as I got into it, I realized that I could not cover it adequately with sufficient depth. So I asked the publisher, Regnery, if I could narrow the focus to just the Gospels, uh, because the Gospels are where you see the living Son of God and you encounter Him, uh, and you, you sit at His feet and, and hear His teachings and you watch Him, uh, and you observe His behavior and His authoritative teaching and His empathy for human beings, and you see His declaration of divinity. Uh, and why he, uh, he he led the the Jewish authorities to want to crucify him because he was in fact claiming to be God because he is God and so I want his divinity and his full humanity to to jump off the pages uh, in of my book and the book is a is a compendium of the four gospels in a consolidated account not attempting to be a harmony which uh, you can't totally do. Uh, and in a roughly chronological form, the ultimate goal, and with with a running commentary, the ultimate goal is I want people, I want to inspire people to read the gospel and the Bible for themselves. Seven seventy K A A M Garland Dallas Fort Worth.